I'm Richard. And I'm Gary. And these are our incredible stories. Good evening, uh, one and all. It's Animal Month here on the podcast, and uh, I'm here with Gary, of course, and with our animal expert, Amber. So hello to both of you. And um, we've got uh, another, hopefully, um, memorable animal story for our listeners tonight. Um, this one is about... Uh, the Incredible Journey. Now, if you recall, The Incredible Journey was both a book and a Walt Disney movie. Twice. Yes. Oh, that's right. Twice. Two different ones. Um, the book came out back in 1961. So we're looking at uh, a story that's 60 years old. And uh, it was written by a Scottish author named Sheila Burnford. It was a children's book, and it tells the story of three pets as they travel 300 miles through the Canadian wilderness searching for their beloved masters. Um, and it features unwavering loyalty and courage uh, expressed between the three animals. Now, it's usually considered a children's book, but uh, Burnford uh, stated that she did not write it specifically for children. Uh, it was a modest success when it was first published, but, oh, did it take off after 1963 when it was uh, loosely adopted into a, a movie by the same name by Walt Disney. And then the story was again adapted, loosely again, when Disney remade the film in 1993 as Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. I love that movie. Yes, now, uh, Burnford based this, it's, it's a fictional story. It's not based on fact totally. Um, we'll, we'll have to call it a fictional story. But uh, it's based on the animals that she and her husband owned while they were living in Canada. They had a bull terrier that they brought from England. They had a Siamese cat whose mutual relationship with the terrier she described as closer than any other cat and dog relationship that she had ever seen. And they also had a young Labrador retriever who also developed a close relationship with the older dog. So we've been uh, talking this month about um, incredible relationships between animals, and this is another example. So, uh, Amber, we're going to bump it over to you to uh, tell us uh, what you know about any animals who have made an incredible journey, possibly a real one, not based on fiction. So two come to mind right off the bat, and they're books that you can check out. One of them is about an elephant named Modoc, and I highly recommend you check out this book about Modoc. And actually, you could pull up Modoc on, on YouTube and see some actual clips of Modoc. Modoc belonged to a family of uh, animal trainers um, originating from, from Germany, um, the family were the Gunstersteins, and the son Bram Gunstersteen and Modoc spent their almost their entire life together traveling. Um, Modoc actually crossed the ocean in a ship that sank. 
And oh, really? It, it's really, I mean, when you talk about adventures, um, this this animal, honest to goodness, this is uh, quite the epic adventure. Um, she ended up in India at one point, and um, the, the young man, Bram, went with her. His father had been her trainer, and uh, when the circus had closed and they'd sold the animals, the father had ended up dying of a broken heart, but he had said to his son before he passed, you know, stay with her. Don't, don't let her go by herself, basically. And so Bram left home, and he um, hit aboard a ship, and he crossed the ocean with Modoc. Um, Bram, I should mention, and Modoc were born on the same hour of the same day. Oh, that's unusual. And so they spent their entire lifetime together. So that one definitely it would qualify as an incredible journey, uh, especially when you consider the shipwreck and everything else that they went through, um, that the elephant survived. And the second one I come to think of is about a little Yorkie named Smokey. Smokey the Brave. And Smokey became a war hero. And I believe there's a statue of Smokey. Um, Smokey came into the military by accident. I, I believe it was a Christmas gift to one of the nurses, and it ended up wandering off in one of the t- trenches, and one of the soldiers found Smokey, and Smokey ended up being a POW for a little while um, and was smuggled aboard ships and different things and survived a war. So Smokey is another little one, tiny as it could be, and actually did some parachute jumps. Um, but had survived, and I believe there were some medals of honor for Smokey, if I'm not mistaken. So those are two incredible journeys that come to mind for me this morning. And Smokey's another book you can read. It's called Smokey the Brave. I highly recommend it. Okay, great. And and Gary, you were mentioning earlier that uh, you were very impressed with that uh, second Walt Disney movie. Yeah, uh, Homeward Bound. They did two uh, two of those films. The first one, though... Um, I, I watched the original incredible journey and I watched homeward bound and they're very similar in a lot of ways they have in the original Disney one. It's more of a narration of what the animals are thinking versus the remake that was done where they actually had voices, Sally Fields, uh, Michael J. Fox. And, uh, I can't think of I can't think of the other actor's name. I'll have to look it up. Uh, anyways, um, you have these big name stars who are voicing the characters of the the animals, and it's very funny because, you know, I think we all, um, when we see our pets, kind of imagine what they might be saying or thinking, and we have a voice that we want to put to it. Uh, but both stories are very similar. Uh, but for me, I feel that um, the the remake touches me a lot more it's much more emotional uh you get really bonded to these animals you want to see them get home and you see the emotion of the children uh when they finally get to see the pets again uh but there's that feeling of loss but also the the fact that the pets didn't understand why they were being left they thought that you know they were being abandoned they didn't realize that they were just being left on a farm to you know, stay there until things got settled in the new place where the family had moved to, and then they were going to be brought back. They thought they were being abandoned, so they had to go find them. They had to go after them. And it's interesting because um, there's a lot of stories like that. There was one that I saw not too long ago where a family was on vacation, 
and something had happened where the dog got loose and, and wandered away or some, something like that. Uh, and the family had thought that they had lost the dog. The dog was gone. They were, you know, mourning over the loss of their pet, uh, who they thought probably, you know, might have gotten hit by a car or, you know, something like that. And uh, months later, the dog showed up at the house. It had actually traveled several hundred miles to get back home with its family. So, I mean, we're talking about fiction, but there is some fact to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, uh, it, it is incredible because I have a, a dear friend whose uh, beloved little um, animal got loose uh, when he was shopping at Walmart and the poor little thing did get uh, run over and, and killed by a car, um, you know, within within minutes. So when these animals uh, take off on a, a lengthy journey like that, uh, it's fraught with danger, mm-hmm. lots of danger to say the least. And when they're successful in making it to their destination, um, it, it's remarkable. And this brings up another thought uh, in my mind, and that is you mentioned that uh, these animals didn't uh, know that they weren't being abandoned. They didn't understand why their owners were leaving them. And you know, I think that happens almost daily in our lives as as pet owners. When we leave, say, mm-hmm. for work or school, or uh, we have to be away for a couple of days and maybe someone else is caring for them, they don't know they don't. what happened to their beloved human. Sometimes they will sit and watch the front door mm-hmm. and watch the front door and watch the front door, and they just don't understand that why their their special human is no longer there i went through that this morning with my little guy and uh he's probably sitting still by the front door he's my little velcro buddy but i can always tell when he's been waiting for me because he has tears under his eyes when i get back Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so that kind of breaks my heart when that happens because he doesn't he's my shadow and all summer he's been my shadow so this week going back to work he's gonna have a little bit of a a hard adjustment time so oh yeah and especially when the animals become our shadows and, and like to stay very close to us. And, and you know, my beloved cat, Leo, was the same way. Uh, he, he was just attached. And uh, when I'd have to get ready to go to work, uh, he'd come over and meow while I was getting my shoes on and uh, rub against my leg. And, and he, knew, he knew I was going to be leaving for a little while. And so um, you bring up a good point there, Gary. I think uh, any of us who own pets know what it's like when there is separation whether it's just for a few minutes or a few mm-hmm. hours or even a couple of days or if somebody goes on vacation for a week a week in an animal's uh, uh, time mind is forever mm-hmm. and here's the thing um everybody says it's different for each animal but it, it's really not uh, dogs do get i think get a little bit more excited when when you see them again i, I know uh our dog chewy I could go into the garage and come back into the house. He's like, oh, my God, you came back. You came back. Oh my, you were gone for so long. You were gone. It just freaks out, you know, because he's just so happy that somebody came back into the house um, versus Gizmo, who if I leave the bedroom and come back in, he'll look, and then he goes back to sleep, right? But when I was gone uh, for the whole year, this uh, past school year, and wasn't home because of the pandemic, when I came home and went in the room for the first time uh at first it was he he didn't recognize me right away 
gizmo. Uh, but then when he did, his whole body posture changed and he got excited and he kept rubbing up against my legs and, and purring. And I sat down on the bed and he got up on my lap and, and he started licking my hand and my chin, which I mean, that's not really something a lot of cats do, but he was so excited and he stayed by my side for, for hours. He was so excited to see me. So I, I really don't think it's all that different. They, they all love us uh, in their own way, and they have their own little reactions. But when it comes down to it, um, they all share that same emotion that they miss us when we're gone. And they love us when we're back. And uh, that's just the way it is. You know? And they never forget us. I'm uh, reading a book now by Jan Nowak, and it's called Courier from Warsaw. And Jan Nowak was in the Polish resistance in Nazi-occupied Poland. And so he made his way via the underground uh, from Warsaw to Sweden and then from Sweden over to London, England, uh, where he stayed for eight months before being smuggled back into Warsaw, Nazi-occupied Poland. And uh, his family had a little dog named Rabak. And I close to a year uh, away when he walked into that room in his home Rabak recognized him instantly and was running around with joy and barking. And I don't think I've ever read any animal stories from, uh, you know, the World War II era quite like that. Um, I'm glad he included that little uh, detail in his book because, you know, as an animal lover and, and uh, pet owner, uh, it, it touched my heart. So, Yes, uh, if there's a lesson to be taken away from uh, this evening's podcast, it's um, we want to make sure that we prepare our pets as best we can for any absences um, that have to occur and, and then make sure that we love them a little extra special when we return. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, for all of you pet lovers out there, that uh, wraps up this episode. And so I'm Richard. I'm Gary. And I'm Bamber. That's right. And uh, we hope you enjoyed these incredible stories. And uh, we look forward to you joining us again next week for a new episode. If you are new uh, and are listening for the first time, look for our podcast uh, on any one of the uh, platforms and uh, subscribe for new episodes. <laughs>